Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Patriots at a major crossroads here. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. What do you do? There's like two different schools of thought here for what New England can do with the number three overall pick. You could do the obvious thing. Take a quarterback, Perloff. Yes. Or you could do something that I think we can probably just shorthand called the San Francisco method, if you will, which is the best team possible. And then at some point, get a quarterback who's a little bit more like a point guard to come in and distribute the ball to your playmakers. Which way do you think they should go? It's a tricky spot. So last year... The Carolina Panthers did uh, took a quarterback when they were not ready to have a quarterback. They Adam Thielen at 33 was their number one wide receiver, and it was a total disaster. The offensive line was bad, the receivers were bad, the coaching was bad, and Bryce Young was a complete failure. So I think if you're Robert Kraft, who owns the Patriots, you were saying to the team that can't happen to us. So there is a there's a great argument to be had not to take the quarterback there now. That being said, there's a lot of reporting coming out of Indy that they're taking the quarterback. But I, I I, think that they're going to take a quarterback. I think it's going to be rough. See, I don't see them the same as Carolina from a year ago. We're talking about the Patriots who have the third overall pick. So what are they going to do with it? I don't see them as Carolina. Carolina traded up for the number one pick. They mortgaged the mm. future for Bryce Young. That just made everything seem so much worse. And had to trade away True. their best receiver in DJ Moore. It's like they just got totally fleeced. That part of it made it so much worse. If I'm the Patriots... Listen, I get the idea that you sometimes don't have a quarterback who's ready to step into a winning situation. Obviously not. If you're picking third, that means a lot of things went wrong for your season. But in this day and age, even with the San Francisco model out there, you cannot pass on trying to get that quarterback because once you get the quarterback everything can fall into place, right? And even if he struggles in the first season, as long as it's not catastrophic where either his confidence gets completely busted Mm. or he actually gets really hurt, you can weather the storm of a first season, even if it looks bad, like Peyton Manning Mm. did, like so many great quarterbacks did. And and I think you're going to be okay. This is the lie that all teams will tell themselves. We're never going to be picking this high again. And there's another part of this too, how you can make it better. 
if you're the Patriots and you take whoever's there for you at three, Drake May or Jaden Daniels, that doesn't mean you have to start them week one. Mm -hmm. Gosh, I hate when teams do this. I hate when teams do this. This is why bridge quarterbacks exist. This is why you have options for the uh, Jacoby Brissett's of the world who played in New England already. This is why you have bridge quarterbacks so that they can start the first seven, ten games of the season and you can bring a guy along a little slower. Yeah, I mean... Your boy Andy Dalton. He should have been starting those games in Carolina. One thing about um, the Patriots, they'll definitely be back next year. Either option, Drake May is a, is a little raw, and Jaden Daniels will get destroyed. He's just going to get murdered on that team. And they're actually, I, they are the Panthers. They're even worse than the Panthers. Who are their receivers? They have no, I mean, that's, a thing. that's why Tom Brady left in 2019. They haven't been able to draft a receiver since ever. So how is, give me the scenario where even if they bring in a veteran and they don't start these guys, like how do they win in football game? I don't, okay. I don't quite get it. And Gerard Mayo said yesterday at the Combine, uh, we're not going to spend anything this offseason too. So they're in just total, total rebuild mode. Oh. It's going to be really ugly. I disagree with you uh, in the fact that if a quarterback comes in and they go 3-14, and 14, I think that could be damaging. Oh, I, I don't think so. I, who's expecting the New England Patriots to be this like juggernaut? I know Robert Kraft wants to get back on the winning but you also, he understands you have a new head coach for the first time in a millennium. And you also have the number three overall pick. The team is bottomed out. So now you got to build it back the right way. But if the quarterback is there, that's the no-brainer to take them one. And this is a very deep wide receiver draft. So you might end up getting a really great wide out in the second round. Running backs are, you know, I don't want to say easy to find, but generally they are. And they have Ramadre Stevenson. I'm not worried. If my biggest concerns are I need wide receivers and playmakers, I'm okay with that. Honestly, I, I feel like it's going to be Jaden Daniels, and I feel bad for the dude. I, I just feel like this is not going to go well. I, I think they will draft a quarterback, and I think it's going to be a disaster. And two years later, we're going to be like, remember when you said it's okay if they're bad? Because he's going to be – if he went to the right team, he'd be a superstar. And this is such a wrong team. There's just – it's cold. They're a, you know They have a defensive-minded head coach. Everything that could work against a quarterback is working against a quarterback in New England. Um, Maybe year one, but... Yeah, why, what's different with year two? Where are these players going to come from? Well, you do have pick 34. You have pick 68. So it's not like you don't have any other opportunities to try to get better. But you have to fill out your entire roster. Their defense is really good, but they're, they, need, they have holes too. There's problems all over this team. Well, that's why they're picking third. They stink. So, but if I'm here and I have the opportunity to pick a quarterback, see, I don't like leaving things to chance when you have an opportunity in front of you, right? You can always say, oh, we'll wait till next year. We'll wait till next year. Well, you know what? Maybe next year's draft looks like the Kenny Pickett draft where you have one quarterback who goes in the first round. Look at the teams who are tanking this year in the NBA. Congratulations. You're going to get maybe one of the worst drafts when last year you had the Wembenyama draft. Like, there is a timing aspect to this. And when you have the moment in front of you where you don't have to trade up, you don't have to move around, you don't have to manipulate, you can just take a quarterback at three, just do the obvious thing is not doing the wrong thing. Yeah, that's why they're taking a quarterback. <laughs> right, but, but this, that's not a, it's not, there's, there are two schools of thought out there where they could also take Marvin Harrison and trade back and they could get more picks and they can start building the team. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that was interesting to me, go from three to six where the Giants would move up. Um, Yeah, I, I think that what if, how about this scenario? What if you trade from three to six, get next year's Giants first round pick, and then take your quarterback at six? Okay, but you 
now you don't have one of the top three guys. Yeah, but I'm not sure that I'm not sure the top three guys are definitely better than the next three guys. So maybe maybe you could get a different guy. I don't know. I just feel like if they take Drake May or Jaden Daniels at number three, it's just going to be a tough year. And I, I think that matters. I don't think that they can just throw away this year and have their quarterback get battered. Yeah. That's what I worry about. I, I think they kind of find themselves a little bit in a Chargers situation. Remember the Chargers, the year that they drafted Burrow? You had Cincinnati had the number one pick, yeah. and then Miami had, what, five, and the Chargers had six? Yeah. Is that how it went? So Burrow was one, and then the Chargers were sitting there and basically like, all right, we'll take whoever Miami doesn't take. You take Tua, we'll take Herbert. They take Herbert, we'll take Tua, and we're going to make the best of it. I kind of think that's what New England's doing. And to be honest, like, it, both ways can kind of work. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, oh, say they do draft one of those quarterbacks. What? How many wins do you give them next year? Not many. Yeah, I think it's going to be bad. I feel Six. really bad for Gerard Mayo. I, I feel like the Patriots are going to be in the desert for a long time post Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And I love Gerard Mayo. He's such a great interview and he seems like such a nice guy. So different than Belichick. I want to see them do well. I worry if they take Drake May, it's just going to be bad. And if they take Jaden Daniels, EJ and I were talking about this before the show. That dude does not know how to avoid a hit. Yeah. And you're putting him on a bad team. This is just seems like a really tenuous Listen, situation. Never utter the words I feel bad for the Patriots. All right. They, they had 20 years <laughs> of an incredible run. They're good. But Gerard Mayo is taking over from Bill Belichick. That's already hard. Listen, it's always going to be hard to be the guy after the guy. He knows that. He's been in the building. Uh, let's hear from Matt Miller. He's uh, the draft scout. He was on your old show, Pearl Off the Dan Patrick Show. He said he would not draft Drake May if he was the Patriots. I would not take Drake May if I was in the Patriots. They do not have the infrastructure for a developmental quarterback. Like you just said, you don't have a left tackle. You don't have a wide receiver. We don't even really know what this regime is going to look like right now. Everything is new. I don't think this is the year to draft a quarterback. Man, I I mean, just got a strong disagree there just because how much easier does it make when you draft the guy if he has talent? It speeds everything up. I'm not saying you're going to be in the Super Bowl in three years. I'm just saying, look at Houston. I mean, things are falling into place now. You have guys who want to go play with C.J. Stroud because they see the talent. Right, but they and got C.J. C.J. Stroud is really good. I mean, that's it's a bit of a crapshoot with these top three guys, right? We don't know who's going to work out. It's what, 50-50, it could go either way. But that's a, that's the risk I have to be willing to take yeah. because I realize how much things fall into place if I do get that guy. Uh, also, uh, Matt Miller is a very renowned draft uh, analyst, says the Pats shouldn't worry about not being at the top of the draft again the arguments you may never be up here again that that might be true i've looked at that roster i feel pretty good that they're going to be drafting early <laughs> again i don't i think we're, we're comfortable in 2025 yeah. New England. you're going to be up there again so. yeah but who's going to be available in the class next year See, well you that's never know the part. I, that's uh, like quinn ewers or whatever i so you get shador you get quinn ewers but who is i mean listen every every year is the same thing who knew anthony richardson last year uh this year who knew that Bo Nix was going to throw 50 touchdowns or whatever? Who knew that Penix was going to be this insane? Who knew? Actually, you didn't even really know. Jaden Daniels, no one had any idea he was a draft prospect. So I'm just saying, a lot of things could happen. I'm with you. I, I think you you laid out a really good case. You do have to draft the quarterback. And Jeff Howe, who's really dialed in, says they're taking a quarterback. So it does seem like that's going to happen. But I'm telling you, you, you think that it's okay to have... It could be the Panthers 2.0. They could really be going down a terrible okay. road. So I, if I'm, I feel like if I'm hearing you correctly, I kind of think you're not just predicting that this is not going to work with whatever quarterback yes. they take. It's I, that this 
regime, like this is not going to work at all. Like, and we're looking at a new Patriots head coach and coaching staff and everything in the next four years or something. Yes, I think Gerard wow. Mayo. They're screwing Gerard Mayo. He had to actually come out of the combine and walk back. We're going to spend in the off season. I think they're going to be really bad. I just look at this roster, especially the receivers. Right now, it's Kendrick Bourne, Juju, uh, Demario Douglas. They they just have no weapons. How can you give Drake May nothing? So here's a question. If you're going to be bad, and if you think the Patriots kind of, you're kind of implying if they're not going to spend money, that Robert Kraft is okay with them being bad, right? I think he's okay with a like old school rebuild, yes. Then why don't you just keep Belichick and let him break the wins record mm. as a member of the Patriots? If you're not super focused on kickstarting this thing in a new direction, just keep Belichick there. That's a, uh, I don't know. That's a great question. Maybe they maybe they don't have a solid plan. I mean, they hired Elliot Wolf, who's well thought of as a GM. Maybe he's going to be great, but it's going to take a lot of time. And th- that's a really, really good question because Kraft is not young either. Is he ready to sit there for a four-year rebuild? Listen, the only thing that Robert Kraft, I think, really wants at this point, because is he 80? 80, 80, 82, 82 I would something like 80s, that. Yes. I mean, he seems like he's doing well. You know, knock on wood. But... He what do you wants think to he get wants? in the Hall of Fame. Yes. That's what he wants. Jerry Jones is in the Hall of Fame. I think he uh, sees himself as the same. Eddie DeBartolo is in the Hall of Fame. He sees himself on the same level as these transformative owners, and I think he wants to get in the Hall. As far as another Super Bowl, I mean, geez, man, you got six. <laughs> I mean, I think the Belichick, why would they wouldn't keep Belichick, to me, is, is rather simple. I think if Belichick is around, the expectations are different. Like, this season, this Patriots season was such a disaster and such an embarrassment, in large part because Bill Belichick was at the head of it. Yeah. It's like, how could a Bill Belichick team look this not talented, look this poorly coached, look this bad week to week? So if you get him out of there and you know you're in the middle of an old-school rebuild, like Perloff said, you have a new coach, well, people next year say, okay, well, it's a new coach. They're, we know they're trying to figure it out. We know right. they're trying to get this thing together. So the fan base is not right. saying, oh, my gosh, and look how the bad league. Like you mentioned that, like, Kraft is definitely a guy who's very conscious of his image around the league. And they looked like a clown show last year. Right. It's a lot easier last to— Last two years. Yeah, two years. It's a lot easier to explain your clown show as saying, hey, we have a rookie coach and we're rebuilding this thing. He's got a long time to figure it out, as opposed to saying, I have the greatest coach of all time, and we look like a clown show. See, I, I kind of disagree with you a little bit too, Maggie. I think he desperately wants to show that he could win without Belichick. Right, but again, like, it's not going to be quick. Yeah, I know. That's why it's weird. That's why I don't understand really what the Patriots' game plan is. Why don't they, you know what know what they should do? They just spend all the money this offseason trying to get really good around that quarterback. But it doesn't seem like they're going to do that. Uh, trade for Devontae Adams. Trade for Justin Jefferson. Do something. You've got to help this quarterback. Because otherwise, it's going to be more 9-7 losses to the Giants. I'm telling you, this is scary times for New England. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Well, maybe everything that comes up must come down. Uh, also coming up, I think I can only summarize what we're going to talk about next with one phrase. Kids today. Am I right? What are we doing to America's youth? 855-212-4CBS. We'll answer that next. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Interesting debate. What should the New England Patriots do at number three? If they take a quarterback, could it all go wrong? Yes, very probable. In fact, if you're drafting the top three, you could end up getting a guy like Zach Wilson or Trey Lance. Uh, Because if the team's not good, it's hard to make the quarterback good. Maggie says they have no choice anyway. Nah, you got to take the QB. Tim's in Arkansas has a thought. Good morning, Tim. What's up, sir? Hey, good morning. Um, 
Love the show. Thank you for taking uh, the call, as always. Appreciate it. Um, What's on your mind? I think that, yeah, I think the only uh, generational talent behind Caleb Williams might be Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. And I wanted to see if that would be a good piece to build an offense around. And then kind of like what you said, I think it was Maggie, about the San Diego Chargers. Now, I know that they were a first-round pick, but uh, you kind of wait around to see what you get and then work around uh, that Marvin Harrison. So I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, so that would be the idea that you would trade back with the New York Giants or something from three to six and then whoever's there. See, okay, we talked about putting a quarterback who has nothing around them, no infrastructure, how bad that can be, what a waste of a pick that could be, like bring a good quarterback into a terrible situation. Is there a bigger waste than bringing a good wide receiver into a bad situation? So Marvin Harrison's going to be catching passes from who exactly? Yeah, it's like Devontae Adams, but a very young version of Devontae <laughs> yes, exactly. Adams and the Raiders. And Devon, no. There's no reason for Devontae Adams to be in Las Vegas right now. Well, the funny thing, too, is there's all these rumors that Marvin Harrison might not be wide receiver one. It might be LSU's Malik Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Seems strange to me because we saw Marvin Harrison dominate and he's gigantic and his numbers are going to be, his testing numbers will be through the roof. Uh, I have a scenario for you real quick. Yeah, go ahead. The Cardinals are a number four and there's a report they're open for business. Uh, that could be someone trading up for Marvin Harrison if the New England, but could we go one, two, three, four quarterback? Because McCarthy and Penix are picking up a lot of steam too. That would be wild. And then Marvin Harrison falls back to the Giants at six, possibly, or the Chargers at five. There's a lot of teams that are all of a sudden, now their eyes are getting big. Maybe we could land Har- Marvin Harrison. So I don't even know if New England needs to take him at three. They, Like you said, they could get him at six. Man, this is an awesome draft. It's going to be a lot of fun. How about the draft could go one, two, three quarterback and then one, two, three wide receiver? I don't think that'll happen. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, these are the left tackles. I, I would watch out for Penix McCarthy at four. I'm telling you right now, quarterback, 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 is it's going to be a quarterback draft. Uh, I think you also, the other teams, like you get a Dunze at 10, 11, 12. Who's actually throwing this weekend? So it's The next three. So not Drake May, not Jaden Daniels, and not Caleb Williams. Thank you. I got a thumbs up from Bogish. Uh, so the other guys. Yes. J.J. McCarthy, Penix, and Bonix. Yes. And I think all those guys are running, and all those guys are going to be super fast. So that should be really – it's going to be a big weekend for the guys who are playing. I could throw at the combine. You're wearing shorts. You just hit a guy who's wide open. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there is about to be a firestorm of of enthusiasm about J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, and oh, Bo Nix. Nothing helps draft season more than the quarterbacks. Like, draft yeah. season helps them so much. Yeah. And Michael Pratt, too, is all of a sudden a hot – and Spencer Rattler – it's going to be quarterback. You know, we probably fool ourselves. The quarterbacks are going to go crazy this weekend. They throw on Saturday afternoon. Wow, we're going to make some chili, make the kids wow. stand around and watch. Uh, you really trick this out for the combine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this. what else do we, you know, what am I going to watch? But like, you're it's making chili 2nd. like it's a game. Anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a game. Yeah, watch. It's going to get a 2 million people watching Oh, it. I'll be watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. already deciding how am I going to watch this through my kids' gymnastics class. The NFL is the king of making non-games into things that people watch on TV. There's no league who does it better. <laughs> Bogus has some headlines for us. Hello. Uh, yeah. Maybe the most important headlines of the day. More points, more rebounds, more blocks, more assists, more steals, and a win. Gas up to Passat, Pearl, and not <laughs> me are going to San Antonio. Into the front court, Jones, racing left side. Waits for his teammates, flick to Wemby, long three, weapon, yeah! It's gone! 122 to 114! 
I swear, Victor Wibanyama played oh. much better than it sounded hurry, on Spurs hurry, radio. That is appalling audio. Yeah. I don't know how it even ended up in our system or how it existed <laughs> in the first place, but there it is. Uh, 28 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 blocks, 2 steals, and San Antonio took down Oklahoma City 132-118. Chet Holmgren, a meaningless 23 points <laughs> and 7 boards. Wemby feeling good post game. Um, Bally Sp- Sports, excuse me, so emotional, San Antonio. I miss this sh- I love it. I miss it. We're enjoying a game that we're winning back from the road and road trip with more than 16,000 people that I love. That's feeling. Hey, tailgate goes first go. One, two, three, go. Spurs, go. So he's a better cheerleader than Chet as well. Man, I like this dude. Mm-hmm. Now he's cursing, too. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm he in. wants to win, although that's not really happening. See, this is why it's bad. So Perloff has a bet. Mm. He has to drive to San Antonio if Wemby wins Rookie of the Year to apologize to Wemby. He called him Wembust Yama. Mm-hmm. Seemed a little harsh mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, so here's the thing. It's not even about the wins and losses. The Spurs stink. They've had, what, is it 11 wins, wins now? Out. 12 Those wins. Those are 12. They're awful. Uh, it was the, I'll distill it down for you, like a Heisman moment. It was end of the game. Game still basically in the balance. A minute and a half left. Chet at the top of the key. Wemby playing defense on him. And Wemby blocks his shot without leaving his feet. And that's the Heisman moment, if you will. That's the rookie of the year moment for Wemby. Not when Chet pump faked him and dunked on his head three times. Well, the dunk was like not really on his head. It was like behind him a little bit. It wasn't yeah. a poster. Um Okay, here's a couple questions about. We'll talk about Wemby for one second. Yeah. Do you guys? Does it bother you that he's the tallest player in the league and he wants to take three pointers and he's good at them? Isn't that a little weird? No. Don't you want your big man down low like old school? Okay, that game was a one point game with about three and a half minutes left to go, and it was Wemby's two deep threes right. that were the difference. Right. His best attribute is a three point shooter. Right. Because so, it's 2024. That's kind of the way the game is played I know. these but days. When I was growing up, the you know big man get down. Aren't you neutralizing your biggest advantage by? going way outside like Porzingis. I feel like, I, I don't know. And the other thing, too, is he's a bit of a problem on defense. If you bring him out on a pick and roll, you could run right past him. He's amazing as a shot blocker. Right. So, anyway, yes, obviously Victor Wembanyama is very good. But I do not know, is he is he guaranteed, is he the next LeBron? That is now what we're talking well, about. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no, one no, second. Let's not no, skip no. some oh, steps. Not, do not say that that's not his expectation. No, no, but let's not skip steps on this show. On this show, it's whether he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Oh, he's definitely. De- I've lost that bet. I love that <laughs> now Bogus is putting Perloff in a Volkswagen. <laughs> By the way, Passat is a very good, very good I car. I had one. Yeah. I'd be yeah. thrilled to have a Passat. I drove a Jetta. <laughs> I did uh, like it. I don't understand. Okay, so I needed a big game out of Chet Holmgren last night, and the Thunder are forty-one and eighteen. How do you lose to the eleven? <laughs> How do you have one hundred and thirty-two points to the Spurs when they, you know, they're not that good an offensive team? What happened here? Somebody fill me in. Well, Wembenyama said no more. Wembenyama scored 28. First of all, you know, you guys should be rubbing my face. He's really good in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just sort of mills around. I've watched a lot of Wemby. It's not as complete as you guys think it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's complete it, enough. <laughs> and it's plenty better than you keep talking about. He's definitely not a bust. Well, you guys. Yeah. yeah okay. I was wrong. He's not a bust. <laughs> and that's why you're. Yeah. Gassing up the cabriolet. And again, the, the the route that you have laid out between here and San Antonio, <laughs> you probably should leave now to make sure you're there in time to apologize Circuitous. to him. Circuitous.
I want him in a bigger car, though. Mm. I want him in a bigger car so we can put people in the car. Right. Well, he said the Sprinter van. Yeah. do it. The magician and the... Uh, um, Andrea. Andrea. Yeah, get everyone in there. Although Wait. we have a tarot card reader coming in at the top of the hour. Get her in there, too. Maybe Angela's up for something. There you go. Yeah, you know that Chicago is east of San Antonio, right? So that, that route makes perfect sense. It doesn't. <laughs> Why not? Just drive straight to Chicago and go down. Yeah, that's, that's not how route. things work. But that's not how Google will tell you to go. Yeah. I mean, maybe you save 45 minutes by going south. That's no. perfectly. No, no, no. You're <laughs> supposed to go through D.C. and then, like, Nashville and then go to San Antonio. If you're going to Chicago, you're basically going straight, almost straight across mm-hmm. and then down to the left. You're going a little bit, a little bit sort of, uh, a little bit down from New York and over. It's not that crazy, guys. I mean, that's. It's pretty crazy. It's not, a, it's not, um, what did I say, efficient. Is it traffic patterns? Is that what we're talking about here? Um, you know, compasses, general directions. Yeah, I mean, San Antonio is below us. Why would you start out by going across the country to Chicago? As, I mean, at a certain point, you're going to have to go west, right? Yeah, you are going west, but you could be going south at the same time. Right. Sort of, you know, be a little more, again, efficient about this thing. <laughs> okay. We'll get you an atlas. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at Chicago I'll right now. This path does not look. Seat. This lo- path does not look bad. Wait, here's a question. Bogish, if somehow you do end up riding shotgun on this trip, are yeah. you good with directions? Are you a good wingman? I'm good with the Waze app. <laughs> well, everyone's good with the Waze app. I'm I'm I got to this is really bothering what me. What are you what are you bringing to the table? My personality. Shining sparkling personality. Yeah. Got it. Right. Okay. You just want to get away from your kids for a week. <laughs> I understand. No, I want to be your friend. Damn it. Look, <laughs> Google okay, Maps has multiple directions, yeah. and none of them even come close to Indiana, let alone Illinois or Chicago. You guys are acting like I'm saying, let's go to Spokane, Washington, then go to. <laughs> go if to, you're going to, to Spokane, you should go through Chicago, but you shouldn't go through Chicago to get to San Antonio. I, now you guys are just trying to find something to get because you know I don't care that I lost this bet. I'm psyched. I can't wait to get those breakfast tacos in San Antonio. Going through Chicago is not as insane. You're making it sound totally like a bizarre move. Chicago's dead in the middle of the country. That's why everybody goes through Chicago. Well, when they fly, <laughs> I don't know about driving. I'm trying, put, I'm trying to get this here with our uh, Google Maps. We should put a clock on it. We it should, he should have to do it within a certain time frame. It's like you've never seen a map. You're, you, you almost couldn't be going farther away from San Antonio to get by going to Chicago. It's, You're literally right. insane right now. No, he's he's no way. Have okay. you guys ever driven cross country? You always go through Chicago. That's like that's how you drive cross country. But when you're going to Texas, <laughs> when there were maybe two roads. Okay, I think I might have it here. So, all right, if you were going to drive from New York to San Antonio the way Google Maps would tell you, right, the most efficient way, it was going to be a 17 hour drive, I believe, straight. 27. 27. 27. Yeah. 27 hour drive straight. If you add a Chicago, Illinois stop, now you're looking at 30 hours. So you added three hours. Not exactly a huge deal on a 30 hour to 27. I, I don't mean, care about the hours or the mileage. I care about the logic of it. There's nothing about Chicago tells you it's in between here and San Antonio. Yeah, that, that, that's well, I mean, true. Except it technically is in between. I mean, well, it's well, so then it's yes. like all of Canada, and you wouldn't go to so Quebec Madison, to get Wisconsin, this. But yeah. you wouldn't do that. So. He also, did you know this? It would only take you nine days to get there by bicycle. Oh, there you <laughs> now, that's that's how the trip. Then you really earn those breakfast. That's tacos. how we should do it. You gotta or it would take bike. you a month to walk. So, 
<laughs> 31 days, exactly. Is there a voting disparity? If the blowout is so significant, does that require <laughs> the bike unanimous. ride? <laughs> I mean, unanimous rookie of the year, you got a bicycle. I guess I can't visit Chicago. Those three hours I need desperately. <laughs> No, you're right. I thought it'd be a little bit more. Yeah, because I'm looking at a map, and Chicago is you just go a little bit south, and you go west. You're saying you were totally weird. Canada is you know north, right? No, no, you so see, is Chicago. Yeah, Chicago is north, north of here, slightly. Is it? Yes. yes. All right. Well, I'm still going through Chicago. All right. <laughs> if you if you go through Chicago, we have to add a, a stop on your journey. Besides Chicago, yes. What else? I got to think about that. Okay. See Canada. Oof. Canada. Oh, boy. Go up through Canada. The border's such a pain in the butt, though. You can't stop there for a while. Oh, good good content. We can get some video on it. <laughs> uh, any headlines today? Oh, that's right. That's where we began, huh? Uh, so other NBA scores. By the way, just a heads up, according to Google, this route has tolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I just want to let you know. Physical, mental, and monetary. Just want to just make sure you got some cash on you. Uh, the Nuggets snap Miami's five-game win streak, 103-97, behind 30 from Michael Porter Jr. The Bucks on a four-game run after a 111-99 win in Charlotte. Giannis had 24-10 boards and five assists. And once again, what a weekend coming for the Perloff daughters. Marathon combine viewing, but unfortunately <laughs> for them, no coaches will be running the 40 in Indy. But if they did, CBS Sports asked those coaches who would have the fastest time among them. <laughs> Ooh, great question. I know it's not Andy Reid. I'm not. I'll put myself. I'm. I'm not running. I'm, I retired from running a long time ago. Yeah, I say Raheem. Raheem's probably the. He, he's got the best chance. I think. I'm going uh, Sean McVay. McVay. Uh, he still thinks he's an athlete. He still works out. He's he's pulled his hamstring and his quad over the years. I think Mike McDaniel. I think he might have a shot. Mike McDaniel has no chance of beating Sean <laughs> in the forty. Have you ever seen Mike McDaniel run on the sideline? Uh, his shoes are probably going to be too nice. Um, Sean's going to open up that gate and get that stride going. He's going to wear Mike out early. D'Amico's a recent player. Maybe can I put D'Amico up there? I know he's a linebacker, but he played sideline to sideline. You guys know all those voices, right? Okay, good. Uh, plenty <laughs> of suggestions there, uh, but it feels like Minnesota's Kevin O'Connell is the unofficial winner. I wouldn't sleep on Kevin O'Connell either. It looks like he can still run. Um, I don't know if my hamstrings would survive, but I would still give myself 40 yards to beat anybody out there. So I have to tell you, Doug Peterson. Maybe Kevin O'Connell. Did indeed say it was you. Did he really? And Doug's a quarterback guy. You know what? That makes me feel good. I think the moral of the story is there's there's too many coaches who we can immediately disqualify from this competition. No, I, I think, though, we're burying what we all really want to see, which is Andy Reid versus Mike McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, and, I actually am not sure I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't doubt them. Oh, Pete, come on. Why, the athleticism never leaves you? They could have it. I mean, they they could silently be fast runners. Wait a minute, they would topple over. You see, their proportions aren't right right now. I'm just saying, I wouldn't totally rule them out. For what? <laughs> Win a 40-yard dash against Mike McConnell. Hmm. Pete, I'll bike to San Antonio <laughs> if Andy Reid wins the 40-yard dash among all NFL coaches if at the combine. If he beats Raheem Morris and, and uh, who was it, D'Amico Ryan? Yeah. All right, uh, I, I'm going to go with Andy Reid against D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, that is wow. the worst thing you've ever said. It might, that's that's a bad take. <laughs> that's an I unacceptable mean, take. Oh, I'm just saying, it's it, very possible. You know, it's going to be one of these workout warrior coaches, right? Like McVay, maybe Robert Sala. Hey, these how guys did, how are did, running nobody the Sala. No one remembers he him. He runs. He runs stairs. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Run out of the stadium. 
<laughs> I know, yeah. Did he just keep, keep running them and exit. just leave? <laughs> Never come back. But on a floor park. <laughs> just find a seat and sit in it. Yeah, I mean, I, he, would be, he would be my pick. You. He should take a bike to San Antonio. <laughs> I he think, might be if the season goes bad. Yeah, you can't pick Sal because you got if you're gonna pick Sal, you got to pick Ryan's right. Former San Francisco, he's five years younger. Yeah, yeah, but he's got the punishment of playing in the NFL. Like he's he's 39. Wow. Yeah, he's he's taking a lot. Of, he's taking a beating. Right. Those like, knees, Rob, the ankles. Yeah, Robert Sal, he he didn't play in the NFL. Not, not, I understand. I don't think so. Right. No. Yeah. So he's he's just a ripped guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> just it's very like McVay, fit. too. Yeah. But McVay's short, so he doesn't have those long. He can't. He doesn't have those long strides mm, as think Salah would have. I feel like also McVay's doing it for the look. Yeah, I agree with that too. He lives in L.A., but he's also insane. If you gave him, if there was a heads up on this, that's all he would be yeah. doing for the last six right, weeks. Right. He'd show up like Ben Johnson to win the forty. <laughs> yeah, the sprinter, not the offensive coordinator. But we, I yeah, think sure. we all kind of saw D'Amico Ryan's running as a pro. I gotta imagine he's a lot faster than these guys. Yeah, I think so. He's also. Yeah, the most fit coach. I did see that this video edited McVay. A lot of people like McVay, right? Yeah, early the first the first clip was a lot like of McVay that. suggestions. I know, because he's like the Sean Hockley of coaches, like the first person you think of. Right. And he was a super mo- – he was fast as a kid, right? He was all-state Ohio, college, running quarterback guy. Mm. So, I don't know. And we got some young dudes now. I mean, McDonald and Mayo are both younger than Ryan's. I don't know anything about physically Mike McDonald, but – that's Dave true. Canales, Maybe he can scoot. Like Dave Canales is in shape. Looks like he's a great shape. He's, he does. Hmm. This is uh can we make this happen? <laughs> they gotta make this happen now. You know when they do that uh photo of all the coaches together? Yes. Um do it then. Oh that's yeah. at the owners meeting, right? At the owners meeting, right. yeah. They always, they always look so tan and relaxed. Like it'd be great to just snap them out at me. All right, guys, line up on the <laughs> line up on the goal line. Have Someone them, gets a whistle, <laughs> two by them, two. Have them running slacks. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, Andy Reid. That would not. Andy Reid versus Mike McCarthy. Who's coming with me? When's the last time you think Andy Reid ran? No, his hips are the in bad shape. He can barely walk. I imagine. Yeah, yeah like talking about on. running wins him. <laughs> come on. Come on, what? It's okay. He can't run. It's a, that's he, fine. He's, he's also 65. Right. What, what's wrong with that? No, I'm just saying. He's out of shape and he's 65. He's got some things working against him. He couldn't yeah. run away from Kelsey when Kelsey was beating him up on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. He almost fell over. He needed to run then. Come on, please. Pete, listen. We know that you feel 65. But it doesn't matter. No, no but he, he, could, he could be silently deceptive. I'm telling you. He can't. You. I'm he's not a right fart. Now. It's not silent, but deadly. Yeah, they say that his play sheet looks like the Cheesecake Factory menu because it's actually a Cheesecake Factory. Menu. <laughs> be saving it for now, saving all his energy for the forty-yard dash. All right, back to reality. Right. The athletics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at this. Remember when Kelsey bumped him? He was worried because of his new hip that he was going to fall over. Yeah, right. So it's not, not a great physical situation here. He's getting ready. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing. Uh, Caitlin Clark could have played one more year at Iowa, but since she has all the records now, she'll head for the WNBA draft. Instead, the Indiana Fever have the number one pick. On the men's side, number 17, St. Mary's cruising through Pepperdine, 83-57 for its 16th win in a row, and to clinch their first outright West Coast Conference regular season title since 2012. And from the NHL, the Bruins topped the Golden Knights 5-4. The Panthers, LS, the Canadiens 4-3 in a shootout. The Canucks losing to the Kings 5-1. So Boston and Florida jump Vancouver and the Idle Rangers for the most points in the NHL. Guys, back to you. Bogus, thank you so much. Again, kids today. Uh, we will get to some crazy stuff we heard yesterday 
from some of our finest young athletes. 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Uh, Maggie is temporarily out of the studio. We're preparing something special for next segment. It involves the occult, the supernatural, the future. Get ready. We're going to have a tarot card reader coming up at 8 a.m. Eastern. Meanwhile, I'm just going to make Pete Bellotti even more angry by describing my upcoming road trip after Victor Wembanyama uh-huh. wins a rookie of the year and I lose a bet. So I've actually decided, tell me, Pete, and it seems like you really want okay. to set the rules on this. Yes, I do. They get back to training camp in September. The Spurs do. So I have to go apologize to Victor Wembanyama in person. Right. So I'm going to make it a football road trip where I'm going to go basically see games all along the way. And ending, there's a, I'm going to basically see Texas versus Georgia on October 19th in Austin as part of this trip. Are you cool with that? Well, well when are you starting this trip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was just telling Pete, Maggie, I can't start my road trip until September because Victor won't be back in town until the Spurs get back to training camp. So I'm going to make it sort of a apologize to Victor Wembanyama slash football tweet. Starting on September <laughs> okay. 1st? Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry about that. I was talking with our tarot card Yeah, we, just, we were just talking about yeah, the Yeah, Angela is, is here. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you guys are going to love this woman. Like, you're so worried about, you know, that what the cards are going to tell you, that it's like this bad news or that somehow, like, people are going to rise from the dead or something, the occult. It's nothing like that. I've had many tarot card readings. I know the deal. I just don't want, I, I'm, sometimes I don't want to know the future. And I've had many people rise from the dead to come after <laughs> me. So, you know. Well, you know, it's almost Easter. It's that time of year. That's but right. I, I would say, so maybe, you know, maybe she'll give you some good news. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, there's a lot of good news in anybody's future right now. <laughs> feels yeah. like maybe. feels I like uh, positive. I, I, it's not. First of all, it has nothing to do with her. It's the the cards. And generally, I've had a few of these. It doesn't always work out the way you want it. So I was able to confirm that she's not a witch. Although she said she could find us a witch <laughs> if we do want one. Yeah, yeah. How'd you ask that question? Uh, <laughs> I said, "Are you a witch?" Oh my God. <laughs> and she said, "No, I'm not a witch." But I can find you a witch if you did. Like. You guys, uh, did you guys know Wiccans in high school? 
a little bit. Yeah, I mean, everybody had a Wiccan face, which is a witch. <laughs> Same difference. You know, I think I think the term witch gets a really bad rap anyway. It just means sort of uh, an a sort of priest of the earth. It's I, fine. I kind of thought all the, the some of the girls who are sort of goth, I guess, who were doing that yeah. a little bit in high school were just kind of doing it for the look. Feels like, Maggie, you don't really know a ton about these terrifying leaders of astrology. Real life. The supernatural. <laughs> it feels like this is sort of an area where you've never let your mind go. Yeah, I don't think I, I'm, I'm, I try to be kind of pragmatic. I sort of think life is how it is. However, I do have a ghost story, but that's really the only thing I've well, done. Well, if, if you believe in ghosts, then why can't you believe in this? Well, because I didn't believe in ghosts until this particular thing happened. And maybe that would open your mind to this idea that there's more than what we can see, nah. which is sort of the philosophy behind this, that there's there's sort of our obvious selves and there's another plane, if you will. Okay, so also, Angela, the tarot card reader is here. She's going to uh, read our cards at the top of the hour. If you want to watch YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Now, she can get more into this than I will, but she said there is like you have free will. So if you do get dealt a bad hand no pun intended, You are there are things you can do to maybe change your fortune. Oh, that's good. So it has a sort of utilitarian purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, mm. Bogus, you stormed in here. Well, uh, hi. I, I just can't get over now you going, she's not a witch because I asked her. You can't ask the witch if she's a witch, and then when she goes, no, believe her. Oh, oh. it's not a movie, Bogus. Wait. No, I just, tarot Maggie's card lack... should be totally proud of being a witch. That's like asking the burglar if uh, he stole something with yeah. a bag. Maggie's lack of street smarts here. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was nice in Rochester. Nobody was out to get you. But <laughs> Rochester was like Paris. You're just where walking from Binghamton. whistling, skipping your way through life like nothing bad's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> I grew up in a place where the sun doesn't shine from October to May. Believe me, it wasn't all sunshine and roses. It was no sunshine and no roses. She's not a witch. She told me she wasn't. Oh, okay, good. Glad Listen, that's settled. She said it so convincingly. You think she'd be a witch undercover? Yeah, I think that's how most witches want to be. They don't want. They it's don't want to Salem. <laughs> you don't have to hide. Pounce on you at the end. You're not gonna Ooh. get. Yeah, it's not gonna, they're not gonna hang you. She is very. Uh, she looks very reassuring. Yes, she looks very. Yeah. I don't want to say grandmotherly, but she looks very sweet and caring. No, she's too young to be a grandmother. I think she could only give us good readings here. Oh, I hope so. I, I don't think it's up to her. If that death guard hits you. <laughs> Don't I don't actually me. know. The death card doesn't. She's not a witch. By a death card, we could ask her. Doesn't always mean death either. It can mean Thank you. many things. So I just feel like Maggie's a little confident about this reading. I think, and you're not an optimistic person. Like, don't you assume bad things are going to happen Listen, to you in the future? Nothing she can tell me is something my head hasn't already rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just so negative that you're already sort of. Uh, Ensured that you're not going to get bad news because you assume something bad is going to happen anyway. It's a force field. It's called being a Bills fan. But see, yeah, I, yeah but, that's where you got it from. But I feel somewhat similar. Like I have, I have enough anxiety of my own. I don't need this lady giving me paper proof of it. That's, that's right. why I don't Wait, want. What if she does the opposite? Then I'm not going to believe her. Ah, uh, yeah. That's right. All right. She said that sometimes men can be tough to crack. What if she says, you will go on a long journey through <laughs> Chicago and add three hours to her trip? <gasps> three I hours at a 30-hour trip. Like, oh, my God, how dare you? I, I, see, think the numbers. I see breakfast tacos in your future. How about that? <laughs> then you'd be like, whoa. Then we know she's a plant. <laughs> she's a big fan of the right, show. My trip is already shaping up to be awesome, which is going to make you even more jealous. We're going to the Red River Rivalry. What city oh, really? is that in? It's in Dallas, October twelfth. <laughs> EJ, you in? No, that's I've talked about that. That is the the thing I want to go to. Yep, that All is right. EJ's EJ, number you're one. That's a bucket list. EJ, you're in. Game. Maggie, we'll see what the Wait, cards EJ, say. You're in. Hold on. Bilotti, Which side in. are you gonna sit on? 
Because you can only oh, be. Oh, Texas. Okay. Hokum. Uh, you're a Miami fan. I, that wasn't I know. obvious. <laughs> I know. No, I know. I'm just definitely Texas. They're way cooler than Oklahoma. Sorry, sure. Oklahoma fans. I'll sit with the referees. <laughs> That's you're not going out of Pete. I'm oh, sorry. Know. This this has got really exciting. I really uh, want to go to Red River rivalry. Okay, I so actually, now it's Perloff and EJ. I thought this was a solo mission for I'm you, and that was the whole thing. And no, now no, no, Bogus no. is really offended. Well, actually, I was thinking <laughs> about it. Now he stormed in, and now he's storming out. I never thought of going through Indy is a brilliant idea. So we could say hi to Pat McAfee. Then we go down to Chicago. I uh, see a bunch of friends there. Then Nashville got a which it. Pat McAfee are you going to see him <laughs> or the no. clone? Uh, then we go to Nashville <laughs> and do a bachelorette party, and then we come down. <laughs> we go to the Dallas for the Red River rivalry. I can't say it. Uh, San Antonio get breakfast tacos. This could be Maggie. You want it? Wait, who's bachelorette? Just someone's? That's what you do in Nashville. Just join a bachelorette <laughs> oh, party. I was like, hey, it's Whitney's bachelorette, yeah. and here's Perloff. You'll get it done in three months. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to take that long. You don't want to come, Pete. You're not jealous of this. I, no, you have young I, kids. I'm at not home. jealous of it. I, I would. It would be a nice trip. I Any can't trip would be a nice trip. <laughs> Maggie doesn't like long car rides. I, I mean, I don't like car, long car rides. But you sold me at Red River Rivalry, like. State fair and football. Oh, how about this? Did you eat a fried Oreo? How about I drive? Absolutely. How I about I drive Oreos. down? Fried butter. Drive down, and you guys all fly down, and we do some shows down in Texas. Now that I would do. That's I would 100 do that. Now you're speaking my language. I'm sure, the company yeah. picked that up. <laughs> Is our travel budget going to cover all that? <laughs> Maybe Wembenyama himself. He's got plenty of money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so the person who called him Wen Bust Yama. I'm sure he's dying to put us up at the Four Seasons. <laughs> Once you start the wheels turning on road trip ideas, I mean, even Maggie, who doesn't like road, you got to admit they are tempting. No, the idea of flying and meeting you guys there. Now that's tempting for me. Okay. I right. can't. That's do the something. Road trip. That's something. We just, I can't do it. I can't sit there. I I don't love it. Oh, have you ever it's driven boring. cross country? Have you ever driven cross country? No, my friends drove and I met them in Vegas and then went from Vegas the last part super, to LA. Super fun. I like long road trips. And also, too, usually you do them when you're young, do them when you're old, get away from the family. This is, all sounds amazing. You, know, that I means no child care for a week and a half. I kind of feel like America sort of looks the same. We're starting to look alike. You know, there's, and that's why I love certain cities that have the like really distinct because we all have these commonalities of living in America, right? Yeah. If you're just on the highway. Uh, you know, like strip mall stuff. Maybe yeah. we could we go. Through, how about this? We go through New Orleans. I know you love that town. Well, I do love that town. Yeah, big easy. <laughs> Come on, okay, everyone but Bogish. <laughs> Angela, the tarot card reader, is here. She's coming too. She's in studio. She's gonna tell our futures next. YouTube.com/slash/CBSSportsRadio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.